<laughs> okay. I think that's the first cuddling I've had in the game. Yeah, hopefully the last. <laughs> XQ, folks. XQ quality. Better than HQ, but no one knows what the X stands for, except for extremely good. <clears throat> Here we go. This is episode 238 of Channel Massive, Tales from Azeroth, Settling In. I'm Noah. And I am Mark. And we are your co-hosts of Channel Massive. <laughs> we are this... here to guide you awkwardly through. Yes. Our specialty, awkward <laughs> podcasts. We've been That's doing right. it for so long, and that special magic formula just can't be yeah. Well... I think when we started, we were afraid of the awkward pauses. Now we've just come to realize that that's just going to happen. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to roll with it. Acceptance is a wonderful thing. And there will be more awkward pauses in this session because due to weather patterns, we are recording remotely versus in the same room as we have the last seven weeks. Yep, we decided that... Uh, Driving at night in the snow was just not worth it, not worth the risk, so we're Skyping it, Skyping it up. And besides, we have the technology. We do, we do. So if you are just joining us, or if you've been with us for a little while during since the start of January, we have been playing World of Warcraft. On Non-stop. Yes, lots. Since I started playing World of Warcraft as part of our new format here on the Channel Massive Podcast, I have not played League of Legends once, which is crazy. Nor have I. Well, no, that's not true. I played like a couple games at some point because I, <laughs> I, I saw the stats. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's been almost all World of Warcraft as far as PC gaming goes. Yeah, I feel a little bit bad because I had been playing League of Legends pretty regularly through... Yeah. So last year up until January, and I ran into a friend who I didn't know played PC games, and I asked him, like, well, what are you playing? And he's like, well, it's this game called League of Legends. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I play that all the time, too. <laughs> names or account names, and he's like, we got to play together. I'm like, all right, cool. And I've never played since then because I've been playing World of Warcraft. That's when the timing, that's how it worked out, and I just... I haven't had desire to play anything else. I even stopped looking at the website, League of Legends website, religiously. It just comes and goes, but it's not bad. It's I've really enjoyed my time World of Warcraft so far. Yeah, same here. And it's funny because I had the same experience. I had a a coworker, um, Dan, who was on the show a while back once, um, and I kept telling him about League of Legends. And of course, no one ever believes me. But then when they find it for themselves, they go hey, man, there's this League of Legends game. Maybe you've heard of it. And I'm like, that's the one I tried to get you to play. And, of course, you didn't use my code I gave you to give me credit, you know. <laughs> so then I'm just mad at him. But I'm like, yeah, we'll play. And then I, I just – I've been just playing too much uh, World of Warcraft. So similar similar story there. Yeah, and, and if you are 
just joining, if you're joining, if you join us and listening to our adventures in World of Warcraft during the last month, the plan for this whole new format is we're only playing each MMO that we commit to for two months. Right. And we just finished our seventh week. So we are in our last official quote unquote week of World of Warcraft on Channel Massive. Our very last session for now. As far as the show is concerned. <laughs> Probably not as far as our game playing is concerned. Just because we created a guild and people are playing and our guild is, you know, thriving, so to speak. So Yeah, it's 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 we're having some really it's not even nostalgia rose rose colored memories of when we last did this. It's really cool. No. It's really fun. I'd say it's a lot more fun than the first time through, when, which was like five years ago. Yes, it was five years ago. I can't believe that, Mark. It sounds so crazy. <laughs> yeah, it does sound really weird. But we went through it five years ago as a pair of blood elves. Um, and it was fun, but there was also a lot, of, there was a lot of frustration. The game has really changed a lot and become way more accessible in a lot of ways. Um, you know... It's become way less MMO-ish, in a way. <laughs> way less grindish. Yeah, um, it's more immediately gratifying. Yeah. But uh, all the things that are, it already had, they've continued to hone that to a sheen and, you know, continue to, you know, make make the art direction a priority. The music's awesome. The um, quests have become really, really a, a lot more fun, I think. Yeah, it's... Um, a- well, it's like I think every MMO when it first starts out, there, if you if 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 it's good, there are moments of brilliance sprinkled all throughout. Right. And they're front loaded in the opening levels, or sometimes they're just at the opening that the, and they're at the end. And then there's sometimes there's cool moments that are throughout the mid game. But what's neat is that with World of Warcraft being around for so long, it has plenty of moments of brilliance and a lot of the fluff where slower parts have just been taken out, and so everything's really highly concentrated. Yeah, yeah, that that is for certain. Almost to um, an overwhelming degree, I would say. There's so much that I feel like I'm missing. Oh, yeah. Well, I think the uh, the seasonal events that came through, we hit two of them, um, hmm. kind of underscored that. That just, you could just do, you could just concentrate on those. Yeah. And... Uh, which I concentrated on them a little bit, not not enough to get the mount, but uh, you know, quite a few of my characters have, you know, little party dresses now, and uh, <laughs> and I got and I got pedal feet, and then realized I already had him, oh. so and locked him with a different character, and that was kind of funny. Um, so, yeah, in this episode, we'll be telling you about our play session that occurred. Jeez. <laughs> last week, which was Monday the 18th, and then on Monday the 25th, if you're listening to this on that day, this evening is our last official session in World of Warcraft. As far as the show is concerned, our last fully sanctioned play session. So we will be playing on the Arthas Realm Horde Alliance, or Horde Faction. I did it again. Horde Faction. <laughs> Horde Alliance. <laughs> we'll be about level 35. We'll be playing from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern. And then, as mentioned before, We'll be going on to the next game. So, and the first Monday of March, on March 4th, we'll be playing a new game, and that is The Secret World, which is, it doesn't have a subscription fee, but you do have to pay to buy the game, much like 
World of Warcraft is. It doesn't it's doesn't have a subscription for the first twenty levels if you wish to play it that way, but you still have to buy the game. So Great. Secret World is gonna be like that. So if you want to join us, that's what we'll be playing next. But odds are likely that Mark and I will continue to play World of Warcraft, just not at that specific time. But if you want to yeah. join us in our last recorded hurrah. Yes. Hurrah, Monday the twenty fifth, eleven PM to one AM Eastern. It's our own um, end-of-world type celebration. <laughs> you know how MMOs always shut down and they have like some live event that just overwhelms everyone with nostalgia? Well, we'll be crying in our respective drinks as we, as we play on the 25th and yeah. run through a couple more dungeons or instances. And if you'd like to tell us what you've thought about our adventures in Azeroth, or any comments or tips on going into the secret world, or maybe you want to suggest what we'll play after the secret world, send that into mail. M-A-I-L. At channelmassive.com. You can also leave comments over on the website. You can tweet us. Our official Twitter is at channelmassive, and you can also follow me personally, Noah, at this is Noah, with no hyphens or dashes or anything or underscores, just at this is Noah. We look forward to hearing from you, but now let's get into the meat of the episode. We will be telling you about We'll give you a quick recap of what we did last time and then tell you about our newest adventures during our recorded play session and then what we've been doing outside of that time. And then we also have a couple pieces of listener feedback, which is going to be really cool. And then we'll wrap up the show. But first of all, what happened last time? Last time we were having still a lot of wipes in various instances. Both yes. Stockades and Nomergon. We couldn't even get through Nomergon, which is kind of sad. It was quite sad. Embarrassing. first PvP session, which we had difficulties getting in together as a group, and then we lost, but it was still, I thought it was really fun. I'm, I'm glad you glossed over the fact that I was a bumbling fool for that, so thank you. <laughs> can't help that you're addicted to leveling, and it's such a not, non-exciting event, you don't even notice what happens. <laughs> I, I know, I'm like, oh, I leveled and now I can't join you. Nah. wonder if you could figure out, I'm sure you could probably estimate, Cumulatively, across all of the characters you've played, both smelted and existing, how many levels you've earned in World of Warcraft? Gosh, yeah, I don't know. Gosh, huh? yeah. It's been hundreds, thousands. <laughs> thousands of levels, it has to be. That's just sad. <laughs> we also played some of the seasonal content currently going on in World of Warcraft, which is all centered around Valentine's Day, and it actually will be continuing even still when we play our final session on the 25th. Right, that's when I make my panda tank in a party dress, even though he's a dude. It should be interesting. <laughs> okay, maybe not. So, getting into our actual record-a-play session, I felt like, Mark, we got into... We're getting into a nice, comfortable groove. Where it's like, all right... We really like each other as teammates. We're we're doing well as a guild, and we play w very well together in instances. And so that's what we did as we we got into more instances. Yeah, it really started to. Um, yeah, I think you you defined it as a well honed machine at some point. All of a sudden, like we got our roles kind of straightened out, and we knew what we were doing, and um, it was really working out well. And it was. I don't know, I felt like I was starting to get the hang of playing my chamois as, you know, kind of like mostly I was a melee, but I could do a little bit of support here and there, and I could also do the pulling 
which mm-hmm. was cool. I'd, I'd pull them, and then they'd, you'd instantly grab their aggro, and I never even got hit. So it worked really – I thought it was working really well. Yeah, I was really enjoying trying to practice what the Master – is it Master G, I think it is? Brewmaster? Bru- yeah, Master Chang, the, Pan, the Pandaren from the CG intro, telling me to be an agile monk tank brewmaster whatever you'd like to refer to me as and do a little bit more strafing and trying to at least make sure that anybody is any of the monsters we're fighting are often facing directly towards the rest of the team in case they do any kind of cone or area of effect attacks i'm trying to get them to focus on me versus hitting you guys and i think it's been going okay and and you may remember from last week we we had we struggled in Nomergon because we were at the low end of the level requirement yeah. particular yeah. instance. And so we said, All right, we're all about level twenty five, six, let's all get up to level thirty. Yeah. Where we started huge difference. session. And that made a huge difference. For me though, I only had an hour to play. <laughs> it's pathetic. You'd think like, can't you find the time? I really only did and I only got up to level twenty eight, but I was really glad that I had my awesome teammates to back me up even though I was probably the lowest level of the bunch. But what was really cool about that is that that's where I started out our session, and I think I got up to level yeah. 10 or 30. I think you leveled three times. Or it seemed like it. Yeah, and, and what's significant about that, listeners, is the last time, the highest level character I've ever had in World of Warcraft was 28, or is 28, because he's still there. He's a Blood Elf Warlock, and... I never thought I would surpass that. Once I left World of Warcraft five years ago, I thought I would never return. <laughs> right. Like, well, too bad. So sad. Moving on. And now I've returned, and I actually finally surpassed that level, which is really cool during our last play session. Yeah. And then you continued to go. <laughs> so that yep. was cool. And I, and I think in Chan- the City of Heroes, I might be mid to high 30s, but I feel like in World of Warcraft, I'm going to even surpass that. I might actually end up being having my highest level character in any MMO in World of Warcraft, which I'm proud of. But today I was I was getting into some Deathwing mythology because it's really hard for me to absorb the lore and the story while we're all playing together. And even when I'm playing, oh, it's yeah. difficult. But when I can read it in a wiki for some reason, I get it a lot more. And I was reading a bunch about Deathwing and I was reading how, I don't know if this is something that's triggered in the game once you trigger certain quests, or if it was just patch-specific, but Deathwing would randomly attack areas of Azeroth. And if you're in that area, you get insta-killed. Everybody that's there gets insta-killed. I love that. And is that something that's triggered, or is that just something that happened at the launch of Cataclysm? I don't know. I think, I, I really don't know if it still happens in some areas, because in the mythology, he's that's already over. He's fallen or whatever so um makes sense yeah because the wiki said he did that type of action and the only warning you would have is this guy would turn red and then you'd be dead (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome at least until patch blah dot blah dot blah oh that might have been right up to the point where you know when he was as he was destroying the world and then it was you know was remade with that patch right before the launch of cataclysm maybe that's the timeline i I'm, i'm not too sure yeah, that sounds familiar because I remember talking about this years ago. But so I'm like, what what was in that patch? And I went to read it, and one of the notes in the patch was something about the amount of experience points required to progress from levels 75 to 80 was reduced 
by 30%. And so then I was thinking about that as applied to my piddly little journey from one to 28. I'm like, I wonder if overall, like on the surface, I've surpassed my blood elf warlock, but have I really in total experience points? I'm not sure, but I'm going to take it for what it at face value and just be happy with it. <laughs> well, I, I think it definitely experience wise, you've done so much more with this character than you ever did with that character. I mean, you've seen a lot more of the area and you've got to do these instances and, um, you know, the PVP and stuff. I mean, I think it's been a, a much more, much more of an experience where you got to see what's, what all there is for the game to offer. Whereas before we were just in those first two starter zones for the blood elves, pretty much, you know? Yeah. And then lots of barons and Duratar. Yeah. Which we still have done that, but it's only been transitory to get to get from you know Agrimar to wherever else. So yeah, um, you know now you can go to Desolus, my favorite open world PvP place, and uh, of of yesteryear anyway. It's pretty it's pretty <laughs> desolate in Desolus now, but uh, or Strangerthorn Vale. That's always fun. <laughs> yeah, I I agree with you. And was didn't it used to be the case where you could only fly to a place if you visited the flight master at that place. Yeah, and now it unlocks a bunch. A bunch more get unlocked. Yeah, right? that's really helpful. It's it's allowed me to freely explore all sorts of different places. That because I, I I still have that. That's one of the few things I remember from years ago. Make sure you, whenever you go to a town, if there's a flight master, find the flight master and talk to the flight master, or else the route doesn't get added to your flight master map. Yeah, and now it's it opens up whole regions as as you as the war master, uh, the you know the board in Agrimar tells you, hey, you, I want you to go here. It seems like it somehow that triggers unlocking flight paths. I don't know if that's exactly what's happening, but it seems like it. Um, but yeah, you're right. I've I've been to the Undercity several times. I've been back and forth. Yeah. Continents. I've been wandering around other areas within Kalimdor, the continent that we started out on. So yeah, it's been really cool. And I also, we've mentioned them several times, but I, I might as, we should probably name them. At our last recorded play session, we had pretty we had everybody join us. We had Jay Sean there, who is our ever awesome guide and expert on so many things in World of Warcraft. She's our lore master. Yes. Or Lore Mistress. Hilgi Scott was there. and Always Tar fun. Again, which was, it worked out really great because Hugh was also there, which that puts us at six people. Yeah. Hugh's computer blew up again and he dropped out and Tarkus was able to fill in with some of the, for some of the roles that uh, we had in our missing party member. Yeah, it worked out really well, although I, I hope next week Hugh's able to join us because that sucks when your computer crashes. Yeah. Totally. I've been, I think you have, uh, oh yeah, uh, you're mentioning Terror has been playing again as well, an old friend of the podcast. Yeah, if you've been listening to the podcast for a long time, you may remember our friend Terror. She's co-hosted some shows of Channel Massive. She's co-hosted some podcasts with me over at Nintendojo. She lives in England and has a wonderful speaking voice and accent much like some if many of our listeners all have sorts of cool accents and Tara is definitely one of them accents to us of course us Americans and she hadn't joined us in World of Warcraft for quite some time because she lives over in Europe and getting onto the North American servers introduces a bunch of latency that she was leery of dealing with but 
challenges be darned, she jumped into World of Warcraft again on the North American server. And most recently, she told me she was getting 160, 160 millisecond latency. But it's not slowing her down because she's already up to level her, her mid-40s with her healer. And she hasn't been able to join us, but she is trucking. Yeah, you know, with WoW, I don't think that's too bad, really, um, of uh, as far as latency goes, considering she's coming from around the world. Um, she has some massive stats on Raptor for World of Warcraft, like a 1,252 hours recorded, and that's only since she's installed Raptor, and then 970 achievements, so she's a beast. Oh, that's impressive. Yeah. Pretty darn cool. But anyway, um, she's been chatting with us both, I think, and on mm-hmm. in WoW, and I'm, I'm I'm trying to convince her to create a character on Arthas, but uh, can't seem to get her to do it. Oh, <laughs> is she intimidated by the PvP? She didn't mention that, but maybe that's maybe that's what it is. I can't remember. I don't think Eric likes PvP either. Yeah, it's it's a strange thing. Some people really hate it, and I think it adds a little extra fun. That's risk and and yeah, I think it does, and it it's you know it's like it's yeah it's that extra added element that just makes you realize there is something to lose in this game occasionally. Um, sometimes it's your dignity, <laughs> you know. Well, wasn't that kind of like the appeal to cons- to think of another MMO that I've actually never played? Uh, Dark Age of Camelot was that yeah. All? PvP? It was like realm versus realm versus realm, so it was all about PvP, although it wasn't, you know, open... It wasn't like, you know, everyone's your enemy, at least it was, you know, realms battling it out in regions and stuff, but uh, it was really good PvP. I mean, it was awesome. So, I don't know. And I hope I hope to convince her to play on Arthas eventually. Yeah, and if, if that is a consideration to her, be it known that I did some random wanderings through contested territories, as they're called, places where you can get ganked. And so far, so good. Knock on wood. <laughs> then thus begins the string of Noah assassinations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's that's going to be the end. Yeah. So far, so good. I, I'm a little scared, actually, as a tank of getting into a PvP session, just because I don't feel I'll be able to do much other than prolong my slow spiral into death just because I've got more armor. Yeah, I don't know. I think it depends. I mean, you have a lot of interrupts, so you can, well, you at least have one we know of. <laughs> but you have you have different abilities. You just never know. I, I really wasn't sure how um, PvP would translate for my chamois, and I tried it, and it was awesome. I mean, he just was rolling over people, and I didn't, I didn't expect that because when we play in the instances together, it doesn't seem like I'm, you know, standing out as a overachiever or anything for yeah. PvE. But in PvP, it was just I got my I got a record I never got in it, which was because I don't do a lot of um, battleground PvP, and that's what this was. But I got like 30, 30 kills like before the game was even over, and mm-hmm. I got an achie- I got like three achievement unlocks at the end of my first match with him. So that's insane. Yeah, I was just like, and I was like fourth on the leaderboard, and I was only level 30, 34, or 33, and you know the, the high level is 39, so it was really shocking 
So you just never know how it's going to translate. I don't think. Um, well, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure you would know if PvP was like your life, you know, and you knew exactly the build and how to gear them out and all that. But for someone who just likes to stumble into things, I was pleasantly surprised. <laughs> we'll hear more about your adventures <laughs> later this episode. Later this episode. But first, let's talk about. The instances that we ran, we came back to Nomarkon much stronger. This used to be an instance that really, like, I'd just get psyched out on it because I wiped in here so many times and it always seems so hard. We did that last time, didn't we? <laughs> oh, yeah, we did do that last time. And it might have been because I was still freaked out about it. <laughs> it went a lot better. We didn't wipe at all. We got through everything. We even did, we did extra stuff that I did actually I, I joined that was cool that showed me one little extra area that we skipped by parachuting uh-huh. but other, we did other stuff that the pug normally would skip yeah and little event little story event stuff with the caves over off to the side it's a total option area, optional area where you go and you talk to an NPC and then it triggers this 10 minute long segment where the NPC opens up these caves, monsters come running down, you kill the monsters, and then they seal the caves back up. And there's like two or three of them. It takes about 10 minutes. It's just some extra XP and, and a little bit more story. But it's cool if we went through that, and then I asked to go through the little quest area that I learned about with my pug. And we just pretty much took out almost everything that we could take out. I mean, we didn't, we weren't totally... It was pretty... Monster. We yeah. got say like 80% of everything. Yeah, it was fun. I really liked that. Yeah, and we just wiped out the final boss Yeah, without a problem, which was a giant mechanical robot. Yeah, we didn't have any trouble this time. It was like the $6 million man version of our party from last week. Yeah. We came back and just we were destroying everything. And like I said, we had fallen into a really good rhythm where we didn't really even need to you know, concentrate, we kind of knew what everyone was going to do, which I can only imagine in a, in a guild that does, you know, serious um, instance runs and raiding that would eventually happen, you know, and it was cool. Maybe someday for us. Maybe. <laughs> can only hope. The other instance that we got into was one half of the Scarlet Monastery instance, which is called Scarlet Halls, which features a bunch of starving hounds and their hound master, and you can feed the starving hounds to have them turn on their evil masters, and then you deal with some treasurers and then some crazy warlock who is obsessed with burning all these books in the library so that no record of his society or yeah are found. I don't really know. As you can tell, I'm giving very rough cliff notes of what this particular instance is about. It was fun, though. I... I... I felt bad killing the hounds because they're actually the, they're mastiffs, and I have one of those. And <laughs> I didn't like it. I was the one thing that made me feel a little bit a little bit better is that the sound that they make when they die isn't horribly sad. I mean, it's it's sad, yeah. but it's not like it's super painful or anything. It's just like a random bark. Yeah. But I just I'm like these are just dogs. Yeah. They're, it's like it makes me think of our own dogs that we own. And just like, I can't, oh, the idea of somebody treating animals like that is really uncool. And then having to kill them is even less cool. Yeah. But, you'd, you'd never be a good dog fighter. Nope. Just <laughs> just, there's that really cool deeming so, moment. 
Yeah. <laughs> you, you're, you're, you're no Michael Vick. No. Nope. No Michael Vick. I couldn't even chicken fight, I'm sure. I've, yeah. Roosters and stuff, that wouldn't happen either. It's called cockfighting. I'm trying not to say that. I don't like saying that word. Oh. Cockfighting. <laughs> it's cockfight. Well, that's the new guild name. I, I guess I didn't tell you. Um, hope you don't mind. That'll be character's name in the secret world, Cockfighter. Cockfighter? Yeah. It's totally... I could totally see that. <laughs> Should be a dragon, because the cock is very important to the to that culture. So, I have heard about that. I the have year that. of the cock. That's actually what year I was born in, so I know that. <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do with my personality, though, to tell you. <laughs> when I was born in the year of the snake... Yeah, my mom was the year of the dragon, and she always rubs it in. And I'm like, well, I at least get to say cack, and you don't, so, you know. <laughs> year of the snake. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so as, as long as we're going along with all of those, um, whatever I can't think of the word that it is, word that suggests other things. <laughs> can't Partic- help you. Not going to help you out there. It's going to let you flail about. <laughs> it's like a metaphor for, uh, oh, wait. <laughs> Just kidding. But it's not a metaphor. Either. An anomaly? I mean, a, 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 I don't know. An analogy? Our, our naughty vocab moment. <laughs> <laughs> Let's edit this whole thing out. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's start the whole podcast over. We failed. We wiped. We just wiped. <laughs> the podcast wiped. <laughs> All right. So that was our recorded play session. And I apologize, listeners. There was one point where the call just got disconnected and I forgot to start re-recording. So if, for instance, if for some reason there are much fewer little outtakes, that's why it's because I forgot to record for about 30, 45 minutes. Whoops. Yeah. Anyways, beyond we that. Know <laughs> yeah, I know. Just letting everybody down. Well. It's not that you don't re- record the podcast. Uh, record no. It's not that you don't show up for everything. Record the play session. Record the podcast. Mix the podcast. Produce the podcast. Upload the podcast. <laughs> upload the web page. Do the Twitter. It's it's just you know. I just wonder if you're fully invested. That's all. <laughs> you're that or you're a psych. I'm a psychotic control freak. <laughs> <laughs> mine. It will be mine. I don't know if you have any control issues, Noah. But let's list off. <laughs> Doing. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> right. So beyond our recorded play session, I actually have had a couple more adventures because I need to get to level thirty-five. That's our next benchmark that we want to get to before our final recorded play session. Yeah, we're and becoming that- way more aggressive with that. It started out with two levels, and this last time we we're like, well, let's I'll go up five levels. So that only means that if we were keeping it up beyond next week, we would, you could extrapolate that out to ten levels, twenty <laughs> levels, and finally you'd have to be max level for the final. <laughs> but, within a month's time, no less. <laughs> yeah, yeah, every time within a week. So that would be very fun. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. What were you saying? So you you got some solo playtime in? Yeah, I finally got to play that Plants vs Zombies area that you told me about which was conveniently right next to a valentine's day quest thing so it's right right by the cart you blow up right yeah yeah exactly and i was it was much easier this time around when i was like level 29 or 30 and and then i went up north of there and did this cool little plants versus zombies area and it was actually there was more to it than i expected it was like four rounds maybe yeah 
I thought it was only going to be one. No, it's it was it shocked me too. I thought, am I actually going to play the entire Plants vs Zombies game now? In WoW, is that what's happening to me? I, I was. <laughs> yeah, I want my freaking sunflower pet. I mean, oh, this yeah. is fun, but I actually enjoyed it. And I I did get what, what's. I was talking to Tara about it when I was playing, and she's like, "Yeah, I couldn't finish that. I'm just not good at Plants vs Zombies." I'm like, "Really?" And I was I was wondering, I'm like, "Why?" Because it starts out really easy really easy, but it kind of condenses the entire Plants vs. Zombies game down to four levels. Yeah. And so the fourth level is a, a hyperkinetic, super accelerated, fast click-a-thon where you're trying to earn your sun energy and plant things as quick as you can while also taking care of the zomb- the gigantic zombies that are threatening you over on the other end of the yard so to speak. And I died once. I'm like, what? <laughs> Got it. But it was really well done. A lot yes. of fun. And it had a challenge. The learning curve is a little bit abrupt, <laughs> but if you've played plants versus zombies and you know the pattern, cause I don't know if you, when you played it, Mark, but I had a pattern. I always would plant. Oh yeah. Those of sunflowers, which meant that my first shooting plants was four rows from the left and then I would have the third row from the left reserved for status plants such as freezers or multi-shot ones, ones that are more powerful. And then I'd build extra barricades in front of that. So it's, you just have that recipe and you build it out as quickly as possible and then you can do okay. Yeah, it's funny because so I had always poo-pooed Plants vs. Zombies even though you had said it was really fun. I was like, yeah, it's crap tower defense. I'd never actually played it. I'd just seen my wife playing it. Well, it didn't have mazing, which is your favorite type of play. Yeah, so I couldn't do real real mazing. And and so this so I found that mission not knowing what it was. I actually stumbled upon that mission the first time. Did not know at all. I was like, this looks like... This looks like Plants vs. Zombies. What the hell is this? And and I had so much fun. And, yeah, I eventually figured out the, the, the back two rows were for my sunflowers. I had my whatever, my, my like, freeze thing. And then, you know, in the third and then the fourth row was, like, I would go from there forward with stuff that did damage. And then, you know, like you said, the, in Plants vs. Zombies, there's, like, the walnuts or other barricades or whatever. But... I did. I fell into that pattern after the on the second or third one. I finally had it figured out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I might have died too. I can't remember. But I was after that. I was like, "There's something to this Plants vs Zombies," and I bought it for the <laughs> Xbox 360. I bought it for the iPhone. I bought it for um, the PC. <laughs> and so it was you know it definitely um, it definitely letting letting World of Warcraft use that. Um, license or whatever you know that kind of intellectual property paid off in my case dividends for for uh, what's the pop cap so it's pretty yeah. cool <laughs> buying that many copies of the game definitely <laughs> i'm glad to hear you liked it though i thought it was really cool it was really well done i love that the game designers engineers whatnot the programmers can take concepts from other games like that and just use their existing toolbox, so to speak, of characters and combat design and mechanics and make a pretty decent replica of another game. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it, that also shines through. I mean, you don't have to see it just in examples of like the Plants vs. Zombies tribute or the Joust tribute that Mark played. Oh, yeah. So cool and I'm so jealous of. 
but just in the quests alone that you're frequently entering into quests where you're in a mech or you're in a flying contraption or you're using some kind of other, like with the Valentine's Day, you're getting a perfume sprayer and you're spraying other uh, player characters, you're getting a box of chocolates and force feeding it to the running, running around with a giant box over your head after you've been turned into a gnome or a goblin, I mean, or whatever, right? Where you just all these little crazy, yeah, interpretations of gameplay keeps the game feeling really fresh and delightful. Um, there was one later that I played in uh, Cataclysm where I was actually on um, the equivalent of Captain Nemo's submarine. Except oh, yeah. he was he was a goblin, but it was the same the same basic thing, you know. Just such cool like pop rep, pop you know um, culture references and stuff. It was it's, it's been pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of Valentine's Day, I I saved up enough of the currency the currency that you only earn via Valentine's Day events, which can is required to purchase Valentine specific buffs and items and treats and i finally got my little goblin cupid pedal pedal feet is that what it is pedal name? feet yeah pedal feet as a the, pet the, the goblin cherub with which is actually a battle pet just like your sunflower is a battle pet oh yes so and now you can level those guys up and he has like some crazy abilities with his arrow and he can he can stun people for a round with this love thing oh nice all right i cannot wait to do that because i've only played a little bit more pet battling, adding to my collection, but I'm going to definitely have to trot out my goblin cupid pedal feet. Oh, yeah. it's And the flower does stuff, too, so they both are good battle pets, I understand. Excellent. So other than that, I, I find myself torn. I was asking Tara when I was playing last night whether or not I should just do instances or if I should try to get back into quests, because we've leveled up so much via instances it had been 10 levels since I'd last done regular questline stuff. And she just suggested, well, queue yourself up for Dungeon Finder and then do quests while you're waiting. But the problem with that is the Dungeon Finder finds stuff within like 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> really not yeah. much to accomplish. But I ended up running a few more pickup groups, ran through some instances. I went through Scarlet Halls two more times after Monday night. And also the other half of the Scarlet Monastery instance, literally called Scarlet Monastery. I joined a group that was halfway through that one. And it was kind of cool. I, I always wonder how I'm doing because you and our other guildies are forgiving and know that I'm a total noob with this game. <laughs> and I'm playing with people who are like, they. I would assume they're experienced and they're probably thinking like, oh, cool. We've got a dude who's going to play tank. And I'm always wondering, I'm like, I wonder if I'm doing this well or... Did they get mad that I just t I just needed that item and got no. it? Like, no, I don't think so. Talking in pugs, I've noticed. Is that what you've noticed as well? Yeah, they're pretty quiet. Um, and usually if people start talking, it means somebody's really screwing up. And usually it ends with somebody being kicked and then nobody talks anymore. Um, that seems to be what I've experienced. Um, this awkward moment at the end of the instance where people hang out just a little bit too long and yeah, it's the awkward silence of the pug. And you're like, is everybody going to leave or what? Yeah, yeah I, I never know if I should just leave the instance so that I can queue up again with these people or leave the instance group and find another one. Yeah. I tried letting it sit, and it didn't work in either case. It, I didn't get 
queued up again with the people I played with. So I'll just take it for what it is. And I enjoyed all the cool treats that I got because you get that extra bag. Yeah, I love I love to do the randoms. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's cool, though. Um, you know, I think if people were not happy with your performance, they would let you know. So as long as you're not getting called, singled out as an epic fail for tanking, I think you're probably doing fine. All right, good, good. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of my experience. You're you're considered to be adequate, and in that gets you silenced. But if you're sucking, you get then you get yelled at. Or as saw on that very first. What was it? Dead mines? Someone else will start doing the tanking instead of me. <laughs> yeah, that'll let you know that you're fucking up. It's never happened to any of the other groups I played with. They sit and they wait. And they wait for me to lead on. And I, I, There was one instance where I forgot in the Scarlet Halls, no less, one that I've run several times now, which direction to go after a certain area. Oh, yeah. And I just went tromping down some hallway, which ended up going backtracking. I didn't realize it. And they were just standing back at the top of the staircase waiting for me and oh, then I turned back around and then I proceeded down the direction that they were facing and then they continued on and they didn't say anything so I, I guess it was it was a light it was a light <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not bad though yeah I've, I've been in instances uh, especially when the burning crusade was out where I was tanking and people were like why don't you know how to handle these bosses for this. Did you not read up on this, you know? And I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> you know, they'd be like, well, you need to do this, this, and this. And then, you know, I did so many of them in a row, I never could keep them straight. And so I was really a bad tank. So sounds like what? you're on the right track. I mean, because somebody died in the Scarlet Monastery instance that I ran, and I wasn't sure if it were my fault or not, but nobody went over to res, res, uh, resuscitate him. Oh, that's I, weird. And it was a fellow Pandaren, so I felt even better. And everybody else bailed as soon as we killed the bosses, but there were still all these people around us. And so I started fighting the other lower-level monsters and mobs that were inside. And he stayed with me. He was oh. some kind of support, and he helped keep me alive. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he stayed with me. Then he died, and, <laughs> and I died, and... Then we both left the instance. <laughs> I said, nah, let's just leave now. Let's just pretend this never happened. <laughs> he didn't give me 100 gold or anything like that other dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that only happens once in a while, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but otherwise, yeah, I've really enjoyed the time that I've had. The pugs have been cool. I tried actually doing some other quests. I checked the War Chief's board, and he's like, either go to Southern Barrens or go to Desolus completely bypassing Stone Talon. I'm like, but Stone Talon's where those robot pets are. I'm like, all right, we'll try Desolus and see what it's like. And I didn't know that it was a contested zone until I saw some random alliance person. Yeah. This was like yeah. back to five years ago where I remember running around in the forest that's north of Stone Talon, or maybe it is Stone Talon, some kind of pine tree forest. And I remember seeing an alliance person way off in the distance. I'm like, oh, cool. He's not going to bug me. And sure enough, he, he he hunted me down and he killed me. And I saw this other dude because I was trying to just fill in my map. I'm like, I want to see the picture of this uh, Alliance Orc fortress or whatever it is. That's oh, yeah. I didn't want to go in there because I figured there was a quest reason for going in there. And I didn't have the quest, so I didn't bother going in there. Yeah, there is. And there was some dude. I'm like, whoa. I'm like, I'm a tank. I don't think I can take him on. And so I skirted, I squished myself up against the wall and just skirted around and, and avoided him completely. 
<laughs> whoever he was. I didn't even get close enough to see what type of character he was. I just didn't even want to deal with it. Well, that's what the weird part is when the, in those contested zones, you just never know. Half of them just want to just work on their quest, and they're not going to even look at you. And the other half are just waiting for a moment of weakness, and then they'll jump you, you know? So you just you just never know. And something I wanted to ask you about the quests, I thought that I could put quests on hold, so to speak, but if somebody gives you a quest and it's accept or decline, if you decline, does it go away permanently? Um, no, if you if you decline, you can just go back and get it from them again. Because it, that didn't seem just... with anybody I talked to. I declined several quests, and then I'd go back and talk to them, and they're like, they would just say generic conversation. They wouldn't give me the quest again. Oh, that's weird. I don't know. I don't know um, that exact situation that was occurring, but I just accept them all because you can have a bunch and then just work through them. Yeah, maybe I should just keep doing that. <laughs> and make sure you go and like do L and look at your quests and anything that's gray from those earlier zones. Make sure you just abandon them because there's no way you're ever going to do them if you haven't already. True. And that way you'll have room for the ones that are relevant. You know? Yeah, I still want to have the clutter and. It's it's not as fun. There's still lots of fetch questies. So many fetch quests. Like, get me 25 feathers. Get me six spines. Get me five of these. Protect yeah. these. And well, like, the, the quests in Desolus are, I, I, from what I've seen, they're not, they didn't really revamp them very much. They're, they're pretty much not exactly the same as they were pre-Cataclysm, because they've changed some things in Desolus, but it's pretty much the same. Kind of old school. So that doesn't surprise me. So, yeah, I, I'm happy just doing holiday quests. And I was anxiously looking at the calendar in the game to see what the next holiday session is. And I think there's one right after this, just maybe a week after Valentine's Day. So, Oh, cool. And So I'm looking forward to getting into that. Spoiler, I'm going to still be playing <laughs> after. Yeah. <laughs> after uh, into March and, and so on. So yeah, that is my, those are my play sessions. I hope to go and visit the dark moon fair before we record in next week's episode. So I can tell you about that. There's some cool carnival games and rewards from there. That's it's also, it seems very Valentine's esque where you do certain tasks and you get uh carnival specific currency that you use on carnival specific rewards. So I hope to, yeah, talk next week that'll be interesting to hear i've never done the dark moon fair stuff and and previously i always ignored the holiday quests and now i'm enjoying them so um Did one i'm really looking forward to is halloween oh yeah me too there's a lot of cool stuff you can do for that so i want to get that um the mount for it which is like this it looks like a warlock mount but it's got like a green a fire instead of the regular Actually, that was something else I was going to ask you. Are you only able to get other mounts provided that you've earned, uh, what is it called, reputation from um, other groups? Some mounts come from that. Some they all, they come from all kinds of different ways. Actually, if you there's a whole site dedicated to mounts. I can't remember what it's called, but it's like there's there's one site just dedicated to mounts and WoW. And between all the different sites you can go to. Um, like, uh, uh, gosh, wow, wiki and all those, you can figure it out, but there's all these different ways to get mounts. Some you can buy, some you can craft, some are rep reputation grind, some are holiday events. Like for this Valentine's day one, if you have like 
270 of those, um, whatever the hell those things we, we're collecting are. You can buy, like, a mount from that. So it's yeah, all different. Out of my, uh, let's see, how would I say, budget of time? Well, yeah. I mean, it would be you would have to kind of start at the beginning um, because you can't transfer those among characters, right? And, and they're all daily quests. So you'd have to really concentrate on... You know, you'd have to hit all four capitals every day and, you know, repeat the others that you could. Blow up that cart every day. You know, pre- 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 present each um, each of the four horde cities, or if you're Alliance, Alliance cities um, leaders with the um, those charm bracelets. When I tried to do that, I went over and I tracked what's-her-name down. Yeah, and it, uh, Sylvanas in the Undercity. Yeah, and I had an extra love necklace, love charm necklace or whatever. Uh-huh. And I couldn't present it to her. And I realized from that experience that I had to find some appropriate quest giver to do that. Yeah. Have- each city has its own quest giver. Usually they're at the beginning of the city though. So at least there's that. I'll look for that. The undercity is so hard for me to get used to. It's just so maze like, and there's a lot of walking to get to anywhere in there because it's so huge. And there's so many levels, I'm, I just get so lost and so confused there. And then when I want to get out, it's such a pain because I'm usually like way down some other far hallway and I have to like backtrack, 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 backtrack. Ugh. Oh, I've got that just, one. But I've I just got, have not is, into it. Yeah, it's my favorite. And it's funny because it's so quiet compared to uh, Agrimar that I always joke yeah. and say it's kind of dead in there. But then... <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the undead city, so that makes some sense. But, but um, yeah, I have it pretty well down just from years of hanging out there. And you know, it's all this—it's the four quadrants, right? I mean, it's mm-hmm. you just—you always head for the hub and then make your move wherever you're going to go, and it's quicker than pretty much any other way. So, um, but yeah, to get to Sylvanus is a bit of a hike because you have to go all the way down to the—I forget which quarter she's in and then she's off down a hallway which then goes around and yeah it's a bit a bit of a hike here, though. i said hello and she's like i don't have time for you i'm busy <laughs> said with her flanged voice i am busy <laughs> um but you know what's interesting is yeah like so with for the valentine thing you have to hit each of those um you know little goblin vendors in the in the capital city first before you find the leader but like i say they're always near the entrance so well thanks for yeah thanks for that's up i need all the pro tips i can get <laughs> um but yeah it's it's pretty fun to do the holiday thing i think it would be possible for me to do the mount next year if i'm aware of you know if i'm still playing i definitely have a strategy for that because it'd be cool to have it yeah there's also this thing you can get at a high level that's a big red rocket that's a mount too. From the Valentine's event? Yeah. But I think it's like a drop or something. I'll have to look it up. But, oh, yeah, because um, there's a boss that's at the end of the daily. Yeah. Or it's at the end of the one where you're tracking down the goblin who's smuggling in the perfume or whatever. Yeah. That quest, if you if you do it when you're level 85 or whatever, you run it. There's a boss at the end of it after you chase down the goblin at the blimps or dirigibles or whatever it is after you catch him before he escapes then there's a boss that you fight but you have to be level 85 i think it's 85 or 80 to do that and i think that's Hmm. it that would be cool i wonder if i could maybe i could do that with my warlock i'd love to have that 
You should go for it. Go instead for of my, it. Earn instead it. Of, yeah. Instead <laughs> of my crazy lion, my chimera thing or whatever I'm riding around on now. That'd be really cool. So what have you been doing? You've got all these other characters in all these other parts of the world. What yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying to kind of develop their trade skills in a way that's like a concerted effort to be able to handle everything. Mm -hmm. um, and so I've assigned them with different, you know, skills and gathering skills or professions. And so far it's not working really well for me, um, except that my my kind of my bank alt, Murphy, the, the PvP rogue, seems to be getting really good at disenchanting and enchanting things. <laughs> Because um, I send her everything and she turns it into into um, you know, uh, gosh, I can't talk. She she breaks everything down into components and then can sell oh, them or build whatever she wants. Yeah, but um, so with Zulin, that's my warlock. He's like level eighty five, and man, it, it seems like he went from eighty to eighty five in no time. But eighty five is a. It seems like they've really slowed down the leveling curve from eighty five to ninety. Um, so I've been at 85 for a long time and I have this <laughs> mod that like predicts when you're going to ding and it says five days right now, even though I'm like, I have to be probably 60% through level 85 on the experience bar. So, um, I've been doing, um, deep home with him and I really love the, as usual, blizzard fanboy that I'm, I am, I love the art direction there. Um, but there's been a lot of PVP there and I've been ganked a lot and, <laughs> found that uh, I can really annoy melee classes with him. I've got the demonology. Or or well, yeah, I do that, and I switch to my um, my succubus when I get really frustrated. She has a lot of different things she can do to screw people up, and um, I've been melting a lot of people with that. And also, I I took some interesting glyphs and one of them is that he can turn, there's like this kind of demon form for warlocks, but then there's something kind of in between. I can't remember what it's called now. I'm kind of new to it, but I did that. And that in between form is pretty cool, except that he draws like 500% of the aggro when he's in that form. <laughs> um, but because I'm just playing, you know, I'm not using it in an instance. It doesn't really matter. I don't steal mm -hmm. aggro from the tank or anything. But it replaces, like, Shadow Bolt. Remember, that was, like, your bread and butter? Yeah. It replaces that with, like, a melee attack where he actually uses his weapon. And um, gives him some buffs on damage dealing and, and sturdiness in general. You know, he's a little harder to kill. And I'm really kind of enjoying that. And then I got this other thing that's a really interesting glyph for the Warlock, which is when you use this ability that normally makes him in his demon form or quasi-demon form leap forward very far, kind of like it kind of moves him forward as much as your monk roll does. When I use that, if I'm falling, he turns into a meteor and plummets to the ground and explodes. Oh, cool. And it is so funny to do that because I'll be in PvP. I finally had the presence of mind to use it. I was on this, there's this crazy thing in Deep Home that looks like the, it's like a smaller version of the um, shield um, crazy aircraft carrier airship thing in the Avengers. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's like a, it's like a traditional ship, but it's got these, like uh, these things sticking out of it that are like, you know, helicopter blades that keep it up in the sky. And then it's got these other turbines that move it forward and like everyone's dead on the ship except for like the helmsman. And, um, I kept getting ganked by this gnome rogue and it was 
making me mad. And all I wanted to do was talk to this one guy and I couldn't beat the rogue. You know, there was, I was just having no luck with him. And so all I wanted to do was just get, talk to this one more quest giver and he kept messing with me. And so finally I just jumped off the edge of the boat and turned into a meteor, plummeted to the ground and the guy lost track of me. And then I came up in my bird to find that he was, the gnome was under attack by a, some kind of Tara druid. And so I didn't, I, the druid had him well in hand, but I at least got to throw a couple dots at him just to watch him melt, you know? So that was kind of, it was a good feeling. Um, but I, yeah, I got to use the meteor thing well, because I fell so far, there's no way you could have fallen off that. No one w- in their right mind would jump off that ship and live, but I did the meteor thing and live. So that was pretty cool. Very nice. Creative gameplay. Yeah, so I'm kind of learning what to do, and I'm wondering which glyphs I want to use um, with him. But um, the other one is, um, I, I, I think I mentioned last week, I smelted my my chamois. I had an orc chamois, and I smelted him because my Pandarian that we've been playing with is also a chamois, and he outleveled my orc chamois. So my, <laughs> my, I, I'm in, the lore of my chamois is he, he rethought his life and decided he wanted to just not use magic at all. So now he's a warrior. So <laughs> I'm enjoying that a little bit. He's up to a level 11. Um, and, uh, oh, then this, get this, I was doing those damned Valentine's Day quests, trying to get a slutty dress for my, my rogue, my PvP rogue, which I'd, I'd stuck her at level 19 and forgot to turn off the leveling thing. And I leveled a 20. So that that's all blown because now she's not in the same group of battlegrounds because it's you know, 10 to 19. So I screwed that up, um, though I did get the slutty dress from Valentine's Day. <laughs> and um, I think I mentioned already I took Snuggums, my Pandarian chamois, into the battlegrounds and really did well. So that was fun. Um, finally, I guess our, our guild dinged to level three today. So we get nice. a new perk unlock, and we can we can our mounts go faster. Um, so here comes level four now, something to shoot for. You know what's cool is that Tom actually had a couple of his characters. He had me add them to the guild. So thank you yeah. very much, Tom. Very appreciate it. Yeah, get to leveling. We need we need more more guild <laughs> levels. Yes, for our super casual guild. Our guild hungers. Yes, <laughs> we must devour all. That's pretty much it for me. Nice. I always love hearing about your adventures because, I mean, realistically, I don't know if I'll get to those areas or when, even if I do. And it's just, it's a great teaser also to me to see places that I could go. Oh, yeah. That long into the future. I can't believe I really didn't ever give Cataclysm the respect it was due when it came out. Because now that I'm going through all the high-level stuff, and I did love the low-level stuff, you know, the starter zones for the new mm-hmm. races, um, it's just awesome. So much better than the previous two, in my opinion. So It sounds really cool, and everything that I've seen has been really impressive. Yeah. So that's definitely something that I'm going to aim towards. It. I think a desire to try to experience those things is one of the things is one of the demotivators, I guess I have from making any alts because oh, yeah. I'm totally happy with my Pandaren brewmaster monk. And I would really love to see other stuff and I'd love to try blood elves again and, and make a worgen and all the other races. Well, maybe not all of them, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, 
I just, it's like, I just got to focus and get through this and then continue leveling up the one character that I can. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. It'll be interesting to see if by the time we make it through all these other games, we're going to try if we decide to return to WoW, if you have like a max level character sitting there that we can. Yeah. Could you imagine like a whole set of episodes on rating and high level stuff? Yeah. It'd be really cool. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> it could be a cautionary tale, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Noah lost his job because of his gosh darn outlay. <laughs> All he could do was play that WoW, look up that WoW, sit on the armory at work while he was on his smartphone, sneaking <laughs> WoW in at lunch. <laughs> I tell you what, if I'm reading mythology, that's the first sign. That's the first sign. Yeah, <laughs> we'll know. Really the stuff that I'm not anywhere near or should be looking at. As Put far as down the Homer. Yeah. All right. So getting into some listener feedback from episode 235, that's a wipe. We got a comment over on the website from Tarkus who I also refer to as Tom occasionally in the episode. He uh, wrote in with some really good information for me, the noob, and potentially for some other folks who don't know this. He says, thanks for the shout out. Glad you found some of my tips helpful. I was laughing out loud hearing about how non-helpful the (laughs) argument was and the OCD issue. If you decide to give it another try, and then he explains how this particular add-on that manages your inventory bags can be configured. And I did that and it worked. So thank you for explaining that. It's much better. I still haven't figured out how to sell everything that's gray, but now that I have an item that I kind of want to hold on to that's gray because it's actually level 38 and I haven't reached that level yet. So it makes it gray for whatever reason. I don't want to lose that. So there's some subtleties I'll still need to learn. Hmm. He continues because this is something I was really confused about. Also, the deal with dying, releasing, and resing is that when you die, you should release, unless, like Mark said, you're waiting on the player to resurrect you and run back to your corpse. The only penalty you incur is if you talk to the spirit healer, which is this black and white other world. There's this floating ghost that's the spirit healer. If you talk to the spirit healer in the graveyard and choose that, you choose to have her resurrect you, then you get a, a penalty on your armor and stuff like that. And you can get corpse sickness, which I was I didn't I was not familiar with that. Wow. So far I've never done that. I have in all the times I've played World of Warcraft, I've never that I can remember. Maybe I did six, five years ago, but I've never paid to be resurrected by the spirit healer. So I don't know what corpse sickness is like, but it doesn't sound like something I want. <laughs> five five minutes of being super weak compared to everything around you. Okay, yeah, this is still something I don't want to experience. No, it's no fun, no. Further on, he writes, also interesting conversation about key bindings. If you Google up WoW key bindings, you can find all sorts of tips and even YouTube videos. I don't remember where I read it, but one article suggested remapping your WASD movement keys to EDWR. Is that right? Yeah. E. W, E, R, and D. Instead of... W-A-S-D. Yeah. And you actually, he, he recommends dropping the left and right pivot and just have strafing and forward and backwards and using your mouse to turn. But by moving it one set of keys inward on your keyboard, you can then map all of your abilities to the keys that encircle those letters, Q-T-Y-A-S-F-G-H, so on. 
I find that to be cool, but really, really hard to keep track of when I switch from one character to another. So I guess if I was playing one character all the time, that might be pretty cool. But Now what I've done, uh, Tom and Mark, is I busted out Bartender. I've got so many freaking abilities, and I want to more easily summon my mount, and I want to more easily cuddle people. So <laughs> priorities, right? <laughs> yeah, I've been I've continued to cuddle random people. I don't know if I mentioned this in the last episode, but one of my non-recorded play sessions, I was running around, and this girl blood elf healer was just randomly healing me with this over-the-top heals. I think she was like level ninety, oh, and wow. very sparkly. And we were in Agrimar, so it didn't matter. And so she kept doing. She did like a couple times, and so I cuddled her. <laughs> my key binded cuddle. Well, actually, it was just a match bar. I hadn't key bounded yet. And she did more healing. And then I was trying to go somewhere. I think I was looking for mounts at the time. And she kept following me and jumping around and strafing around me and healing me. And so I'm like, cuddle, cuddle, cuddle. And she's like, heal, heal, heal. And she, like, <laughs> she wrote that she's like, I love cuddles. And then she just kept healing me and giving me all these random stat boosts and all these sparkles were on the screen. So cuddling is a priority. For cuddle months to be said for it, I suppose. Yeah, so I've now got a keybound. I've got a. I've did. I've done the shift thing, and the alt thing, and so far so good. It's working out pretty well. Well, I'll have to steal your macro for my new character called Dry Hump Monster, and we'll <laughs> see how that goes. I don't know if you'll get as many giddy, giggling nymphs circling you for that. <laughs> no, probably some like. Like I don't know. Seems like probably people who play dwarfs would like that, so might not be good. <laughs> and Tark is wrapped up. But lastly, I had a great time getting to play with you all the other night. Hopefully, I can join you again next Monday. Oh, I hope so. It was fun. He continues to play with us. He actually is on a Mac, and so World of Warcraft is one of the few MMOs he can play. But he was considering getting a PC since his Mac is currently like four or five years old. Oh, geez, yeah. Clean up the hardware. And I'm like, well, think of all the possibilities that will open to you in PC land. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, or get a new Mac and just boot camp it. Let's do oh, that. That's also, yeah. If I were a Mac loyalist, I'd probably consider that first. I yeah. I love the yeah. of building my own PC thanks to you, Mark, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. You do it really well now. You got it down. Cool. Our next piece of feedback is from Agamemnon, who we haven't heard from in a while. Uh-uh. Listening to our episodes, which is great to hear. He he also responded to episode 235. That's wipe. You're a nice wipe. Hello, well. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Maybe we should add that as a as an emote. Nice wipe. Nice wipe. wipe. One. <laughs> wipe me. <laughs> I need to be wiped. <laughs> one to wipe you. Make that. <laughs> oh, that's a perfect one. Yeah. You ask such and such to wipe you. <laughs> Please wipe me. <laughs> I don't know. That might just, I don't know. The, it implies so many bad things. The the rub scratch appreciatively thing that you did. Oh, yeah. That's a pretty good one, too. <laughs> that was good. And then I fell asleep immediately after. <laughs> anyway, I'm not continues. That was a good episode. I haven't been back to World of Warcraft for quite a long time. For me, it's probably been since 2009 or 2010 when I quit the guild formed by all my family members. I couldn't stand gaming with those morons. 
bandwagoners, my 50-year-old sister who could not heal to save our lives, literally. Literally? <laughs> I don't pump. Right out World of Warcraft for the first time back around 2004 or five, I think it was. I didn't really care for it back then either. Baron's chat was stricken with Chuck Norris jokes, and it was at its height. I went to it because my guild went to it from EverQuest 2. And then I attempted to go back after each expansion, but by the time Cataclysm came out, I'd given up on it entirely. I am really interested in your thoughts on Neverwinter, though. I am eager to play that one. It seems a lot like a D&D game, but not rule-ridden like Dungeons & Dragons Online. I watched a tech demo and run through with the devs and the guys over at MMORPG.com, and it seems like a winner so far. You guys having plans for playing there with the Channel Massive Guild? And any room for Roran Doombringer the Dwarf and his Mighty Axe? Which, if you're a long-time listener to Channel Massive listeners, you he had a character story that he shared for his real tabletop dwarf character, D&D character, Roran Doombringer. All right, back to Agamemnon's email. It's free to play. That is, he's referring to Neverwinter. And I can come and go in the game as I want or need to without being pushed to be there with fees or subscriptions. So I think it's something I would try out with my limited computer gaming time these days. All for now, Agamemnon, The Reckoning. I love The Reckoning part. Yeah, well, we um, we did do a little side quest for um, Neverwinter, of course, and uh, I don't it, know. It, it was interesting. Impression. Sorry. Yep. 236, as you mentioned. Yeah, and, you know, I think there's a lot of potential there. Um, I It certainly is... A, a madcap pace change from DDO. I mean, it's it's way different. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what our plans are for that. I guess we'll see how the secret world goes and how things progress. It's very action-oriented, and it's fast-paced, and it's pretty. So those are things that I think are in its favor. But first up is definitely going to be the secret world, so maybe you own that already, Agamemnon, and you can join us in there. It's also free to play. It well, is. sort of. You it's, have to buy the game. It's, it's Guild Wars model. You have to buy the game, but you're going to have to subscribe to it. Right. That's what I should have said. It's sub-free. I'm still waiting for a sale, but I don't think it's going to happen, Mark. I'm waiting for it to happen like the day before. It's going to happen buy. the week like, after you watch. Yeah. You know it will. It'll be like $5. You're going to be so pissed off. <laughs> oh, well. But at any, at any rate... We are at the end of our episode, so let's let you. We'll let you know next time our next play session, Monday, February twenty fifth at eleven p.m. Eastern time. It's our last official recorded play session in Azeroth in World of Warcraft. If you'd like to join us, we're going to be around level thirty five, and we're going to be running instances more than likely. We yeah do Scarlet Monastery. Yeah, some of the other Scarlet Monastery stuff, contents, like what you did. Um, and I think Razorfin Crawl, maybe, and maybe Maradon. There's like three or four that will be available to us at that level range, so we'll have to see. Yeah, so we hope that if you're able to join us, you can. And if not, you better freaking get that Secret World installed, because that's where we're going next. Yeah, and we're excited for that one. That should be a big change of pace, I think. So a drastic change of pace, I'm sure. I'm a little, I am a little nervous about it. We'll talk about that more in next week's episode. But 
Otherwise, I mean, even if you can't join us during our Monday night play sessions in World of Warcraft, you can always join our guild, which is named Channel Massive. And you can also keep in touch with us via Twitter. My personal Twitter is at this is Noah. I do talk about Channel Massive and all sorts of video games themes there. And we also have our official Twitter channel at Channel Massive. And last but not least, of course, we've got comments on the website and email. You can email us at mail. Email. Channelmassive.com. Yup. Do we list our characters if they're looking for us in game? I, I... That's a that's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up. So, the our Pandarans, which are the, I guess the ones that we play on Monday nights. Marks is Snuggums. S N O O G E M. It's S N O O G E G E M S. I don't know why I always stumble on my own spelling, but that's... and I am Cuddle Monster which is spelled funky. It's spelled C-U-D-D-L-M-O-N-S-T-R-R. Gosh, I don't know. R. It's the pirate spelling of Cuddle Monster. <laughs> yeah. Hilly Scott's main Pandaren character is named Ui-Chan. U-I-C-H-A-N. Hugh is Hubaloo. H-U-B-A-L-O-O. H-U-G-H-B-A-L-O-O. Jayshan is Danea. D-I-N-N-A-E-H and Tarkus Tarkus's character is Zheng Deji Chinese Z-H-E-N G-D-E-J-I Those are all our mean ones If you run into us you can whisper us or tell us we can make real friends and invite you to the guilds and all other stuff So Yeah We hope to hear from you Definitely And we will be back next week with our final from Azeroth. Yep. I'm feeling nostalgic already. I got my, uh, my pally, uh, one of those skanky, uh, Valentine's Day dresses. <sighs> And I, I want to make a YouTube video of her tanking an instance in just that with a shield and a sword. Cuddles for everyone. Well, thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> I live to serve. My panda has a lot more dignity and gravitas than anybody else's. So <laughs> How's that? And a really cool hat. Right. <laughs> I'm not sure if you have a lot of dignity with that name, though. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> Says Snookums and Cuddle Monster. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Did you actually name another pet CM Jason, Hilgi? Uh, all my pets are named CM Jason. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> No, we say send Jason in it. It can be anything. Yeah. I just cuddled up against the latest version of CM Jason. <laughs> oh, jeez. Poor CM Jason. Hey, where are you going? You Got to take oh. your cuddles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these people I'm trying to force feed chocolate to. Eat it. Everybody, eat my chocolate. <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> They're eating it. <laughs> <laughs>
Chocolate for everybody. I don't care who you are. Eat it. <laughs> you like it. You're the lady.